Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. You know, my, my business consultant's like, man, I think maybe you're telling a little too much on the show. But I'm just kind of a transparent guy. You, know? you, you see what you get. So it makes it a little difficult for me not to do that, you know? So that's where the, the problem for me comes in. What's up, man? What's going on? Hey, what's going on, Dan? Uh, good old Colby Corridor Residential Fencing, man. How you doing? Yes, the second Mr. Purple. <laughs> man, I just saw on Facebook you were... Uh, painting your trailer yes sir we did a it's called fire mist purple it's like a candy purple color with a lot of flake in it i've had that stuff since like november so we're we're stoked to get her knocked out we're gonna get a wrap now too so it'll be basically a giant billboard on wheels with all of our stuff in it yeah man how big is that trailer i think seven by 14 okay all right shoot it's pretty pretty tall too it's tall enough to stand up inside you don't hit your head or nothing too so yeah, so what is all, what's going to be in there? Are you going to have just all your all your tools? Um, so almost all the stuff that we would use on a daily basis and then even the stuff we wouldn't because that's the whole point of it is, you know, our first year, year and a half, we would waste time running back to the shop to grab some little specialty thing that we didn't necessarily need every day, but we run into a situation where we need it. So it was just wasting so much time. Um, I like the enclosed trailer setup too because, you know, you've got a place to keep stuff out of the rain and shitty weather. Um, like I said, you've got all your stuff you could ever need. It's all organized. You're not piling everything in the back of a truck or in a toolbox or stuff like that. Right. Right. So what are you going to do about getting material to the job though? So, uh, well, when my, when my dually vans are running, it's got a big flatbed on it. Right. So, um, the theory is put most of the stuff on the, on the flatbed of the truck, tow that thing or, uh-huh. um, uh, you know, go there with the post and the, and the driver and then go back um, you know, cause we, a lot of people bang these jobs out three, four, five, six hours, whatever, you know, most of our jobs are a day, day and a half, you know, usually they run over a little over a day. So there's nine times out of time, we're going to go back to that job a second day anyway. Right. So I take it, um, the, the search for a new vehicle has, uh, you've, you've regrouped and you're doing something else. No. Um, I was just kind of waiting on my options and getting all my ducks in a row. Um, going in and sitting down and actually talking with my banker and finding out what the best thing to do is and, you know, what, what I'm actually in a position to do. Um, and I think I'm going to take, you know, the eight or nine grand I would have to throw to get my van fixed anyway, throw a little bit more at it and then, you know, throw some, some money down on something that's either, you know, this year or even a year or two old or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, um, other than that, man, I see you've, uh, you've been trying to pound some jobs, right? How's, yes, sir. how's that working out for you? Pretty good. Um, our first driver we got was just a used secondhand, uh, rhino driver we bought from one of my friends at fences as well here uh, in town. And, um, it worked good for us. We pounded a bunch of jobs with it, but it started acting up. So we, w- I bought a new ready driver. It was like a week ago or so. Oh, you went with the ready yeah, we're excited to put that thing to use and see see how it works. Have something that hasn't been used and, and beat up at all yet, so we know we, you know if we take care of it, it should be reliable for us. And um, 
We shouldn't have any issues with it. Yeah, I went ahead and um, we just bought a U.S. Hammer. So, and my guys love it over the Rhino. They're like, they're, they're fighting over it now. So, if I end up having two crews that have to drive jobs on the same day, they're, they're bitching. Well, you know, I got no, this piece of shit. I'm like, it, was, it wasn't a piece of shit prior to us buying the U.S. Hammer. I don't want to hear you it. Ask, ask them if they'd rather dig holes than use the, use the Rhino, you know? <laughs> well, man, we haven't been selling a whole lot of Postmasters. Um, so, we haven't been driving a whole hell of a lot. We drove a little vinyl job. Um, we drove an aluminum job. But that aluminum job's been sitting, waiting for us to uh, do it. It's for uh, for a um, fast food place, and it's under construction. So I'm hoping we get to drive for the other one because we got another we got another fast food place that we're going to be doing. So I'm trying not to say who it is because uh, I know people in my area listen to the show, and I don't want them going after the the job, you know. So I'm trying to keep that under wraps. But, uh, you hold what cards you can. Yeah, man. You can't let everybody know everything. Because uh, I, I can tell you what. There wasn't a single person around here doing yard signs. Now, everybody's got a damn yard sign. Um, what else, man? Um, prior to this show, no one in my area had do not remove this is your warranty on their fence sign. Now I could probably name four companies in the area that now have it on their fence sign. Um, it's just stuff like that that, you know, my, my business consultant's like, man, I think maybe you're telling a little too much on the show. But I'm just kind of a transparent guy. You, know? you, you see what you get. So it makes it a little difficult for me not to do that, you know. So that's where the the problem for me comes in. Yeah, man. I mean, they're either going to, they're going to, you know, find solutions or ideas or stuff from you. They're going to get pick up things from everyone else. People are going to, people are going to continue to copy people. And you know, that the old saying, if you can't beat them, join them. So, yeah, know, look, and, and I get it, but I don't have to give it to them on a silver platter. Right. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> you know, there's some things that I do that I don't talk about to anybody. And, um, if, uh, if those guys were doing it, I wouldn't be so far ahead of the curve. So I got to keep those things to myself. For sure. You know, so. Um, but, yeah, man, we, uh, we're we driving chain link. So we, we're slowly getting there. We're slowly getting to where we're driving more. The biggest issue that we're having with driving is convincing the customer that it's okay. They don't. Yeah. They don't see it like that, man. They don't. They they don't understand, you know. So I think this is what I'm gonna do. In my office, I've got about a six foot postmaster in there, and at 42 inches, I got it marked. I need to find me a kid that's about 42 inches, okay, or maybe a little less, 39, 38. <laughs> Stand them next to that thing. Take a picture. And then use that as a marketer marketing tool in my area to show how freaking deep that we're driving those things. You know, and I think people will if you word the caption right and you market it right, I think people will start to realize, oh wow, that's pretty deep. 
you know? Yeah, there's definitely an educational piece involved with us too that goes along with driving because we get pushed back as well. People see it as a shortcut or the lazy way. And honestly, I used to too, but before I, you know, started diving into all the research and videos and all the facts about it, right? Everyone can have their own opinion, but facts are facts. You know, testing is testing. So, you, you, you know, you just educate people. That's part of our jobs you know, as, as the contractor. Yeah, I mean, you try to say, well, you know, everybody else is digging holes 24 inches deep. We dig them 30. <coughs> but when we drive them, we're 42 inches deep. You know, it goes through one ear out the other. other. But when they can physically see it, you know, imagine if I had that picture. And I'm like, well, hold on. So let me text this picture over to you real quick. That's how deep we go. You see how tall that kid is? We're driving in as deep as, you know, little Johnny. We're going at least a fifth grader deep every single time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're a fifth grader deep every every job, <laughs> every hole. <laughs> so anything else going on over there at uh, Corridor Residential Fencing? Not a lot, man. We're waiting for a couple commercial jobs we got sold from last year for waiting for other trades to come in, do their thing, concrete guys, et cetera. Yeah. Um, we've we've been cranking stuff out man pounding has been a blessing for us so we've you know we're a couple weeks booked out right now but this time last year i was pulling my hair out because i had five months of work and no guys to help me do it so it's a good it's a better feeling to have than to be caught up and you know not have you know this crazy backlog of work and be able to breathe then yeah crazy backlog of work it can be good and it can be bad you know there's a price for being available, and I've got a lot of I need it done right now jobs that have paid some good profit margins. So yeah, yeah. So I saw, um, oh damn, what's your old lady's name? I forget. I'm so bad with Bailey. Her. Yeah, hiding over here in the corner. Yeah, Bailey. So I saw her out there. Uh, you had her staying in a black fence with a yes. sprayer with no wand. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what's going no, no. on? We had just unboxed that thing, man, and that was actually that's a fence we're doing for our good friend. Um, and so that was literally that's a, for our first time ever messing with spraying. So there will be a dolly fabricated to put the bucket on and drag the thing around. There'll be you know a wand added and yeah, you know, yeah. some 2.0s and, and stuff. So what head were y'all using? It looked like you had a lot of overspray, or maybe it was just the way the sun was. I know because see, man, I pay attention to that. I'm nervous. I don't know if you heard me talk about it before, but. I'm nervous as a you know a cat in a rocking chair store, but um, I noticed the first thing I noticed was the overspray. I'm like, man, I wonder what nozzle they're using if they're using the right nozzle. I I agree with you there when I watched the video back a couple of times too. I noticed that I think part of it was it, it wasn't like a windy day. I think that you know it might have been a little windy, uh, you know, kind of kind of sort of windy, but not too windy to spray. Um, we're we're using the it's a Titan high efficiency air spray. So it's supposed to be, you know, designed for less overspray, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I still get nervous. I see my guy spraying and I see it and Dylan assures me. And, you know, we haven't had anyone call and say that it's gotten on their stuff, but I mean, we've been prepping and washing things down and wetting them with soap or whatever the hell Dylan's doing, but he's making it happen, you know? Um, but yeah, that black fence, boy, that black is something, ain't it? Yeah, it was uh, it was like slate the, gray. The slate gray, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love I love grays and blacks and stuff like that. Either that or like the natural wood color, like my favorite ways to go. So Friday, we're staying in about about six hundred foot, I think, of uh, four board. 
I think it's four board farm and ranch. And we just put a goat wire on it. And it's the first time we used the right tools to put the wire on and talk about make a difference. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we uh, SWIFence.com and ordered the uh, wire puller. And I don't know how much it was, but it's worth its weight and goal. The way they got that thing designed, they have a skid plate on the bottom of it that curves up. So if it, it doesn't dig into the ground and it just slides over the hill. Whoa, look, come on. That's just, cool. Yeah. So um it was it was nice, man. It was real nice to have the right tool to do what we needed to do and get that pulled. Um and I mean that's stuff that we've learned not in defense groups. That's stuff that we've learned going to, you know, AFA university. We learned that watching these TikToks and watching these guys in the ag fencing groups. You know, you watch those guys and what they're pulling and they go live and, and show us how they're pulling wire and what they're doing. Um, that's how we knew which nail gun to get for the staples, the staple gun. All that. It's amazing the information that we can get now that I didn't have when I was doing this 20 three four years ago i didn't i didn't know i just was like uh i'm on the nail out at home depot oh staples okay that looks good and i'm hammering staples in you know didn't have a clue what i was doing just making it making it happen i i really i really envy guys like you you know yeah man if you're if you're resourceful and you want to learn things and want the information it's we have the internet is a very very crazy thing yeah. you know this time so um it's my understanding i found this out when i interviewed o'brien fred aluminum and i had susan k Worley on with me that uh bailey's involved with the warriors the women warriors group or what what is that called I think it's like women in fencing or women of fencing. Something like that with the FWA. She is. She's the, she's in that. She's a, she's got a lot of boots on the ground experience from me teaching her how to build fence. She's a badass little, little fencer. I know, man. I see her out there doing it. When I saw her name in a mix, I was like, couldn't have had a better person in that mix because how many of these ladies are really out there on the job site, digging holes, nailing up fence boards, you know, having to go home and get sawdust out their hair, you know? Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of women in fencing, and I didn't realize how many we had until Brian brought up, you know, for all these fence companies, think about all the women that are in the office that know fencing, but they're just not out there, you know, with the hammer and nail, you know? So. Yeah, she's, I know, she's, you know, giddy and and stoked to be in there, too. Um, She's definitely jumped into this thing and is just as passionate about it as i am now so yeah and plus she can she doesn't oversleep does she you make sure she's uh, up she gets to sleep in a little later than uh, i wake up with the sun and i'm an early riser i'm usually up at 4 30 or so in the morning every day she she gets a little bit more beauty sleep to me and feeds the dogs and meets me at the job site usually so. <laughs> well look man um thanks for the update i just wanted to reach out and find out what was going on with that purple paint that you were flashing around on facebook yes, and sir. follow up on your work truck deal go ahead and um shoot me over your mailing address and i'll get you a 
fence life or uh, license plate sent over to put on that sales vehicle. I noticed. Hell yeah. I saw I saw the Kia and the uh, the fence magazine that the FWA puts on. I was like, that thing needs a fence life or plate on it. Yes, so, sir. Bailey, we stoked about that. I'll throw you. Uh, I'll throw you a couple um, of those bottle openers we got made too. Nice. Those suckers oh, yeah. are nice, man. Have you seen them? Yeah, I seen. Them. I think you posted a snap. It's like some poker chips and a bottle opener. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. I'll throw a couple of those in there for you. All right. Awesome. Oh yeah. All right, bro. Well, I appreciate the call, brother, and I appreciate uh, the advice and all the all the stuff we picked up from you guys. Yeah, man. It's it's always good talking to you guys that are or out there in the trenches where we were years and years ago, but getting out of the trenches even quicker than we did because of all the information that's out there for everyone, you know? So. For sure. All right, man. Well, look, it was great talking to you. And uh, I know you said you got to go feed the dogs and water the plants, huh? Yes, sir. Got that vegetable go garden sure going. Plants grow big and strong. Yeah, I got some veggies, some berries, and some flowers. So There you go. All right, man. We have a good one. You can make sure you tell Bailey we said hello. Sounds good, bro. You guys kick ass this week. All right, man. Bye. All right. Later. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.